Aloha. Welcome to Global Yoga Flow Podcast and the third in a trilogy of podcasts about the Vibhuti Pada. The Vibhuti Pada is the third chapter in the four-chaptered book of sutras, the Yoga Sutras by Patanjali. In the Vibhuti Pada, Patanjali is teaching us to reclaim our rightful power to create our own reality. And we do it through focus. And that sounds very simple, but as you know, the mind can be quite slippery and it just wants to go wherever it wants to go. And often it goes towards what is not working. It goes towards complaint, towards noticing that we don't have what we want. And that just brings us more of not having what we don't, what we want. So here we're looking at some very clear outlines, practices for meditation that can bring us into our very powerful laboratory where we are unfolding deliberately a brighter future for ourselves. So we left off in the second podcast, we left off talking about the first three sutras in the book. And the first is describing dharana. These three sutras are describing the last three limbs of the eight-limbed yoga system. Dharana is laying the emotional groundwork of openness to a new possibility. We have to be in this state of, I'm open to something new happening. I don't know everything about who I am and what's possible. So in this state of innocence, I open to the possibility that I can create something. We have to be there before anything that we focus specifically is going to have any fruitful results. Otherwise, we're just putting out there that vibration of cynicism and resistance, and we're going to get more of that. So dharana, laying the fieldwork of openness and innocence, that's what the first sutra is asking us to do. And the second is describing dhyana. Within that field of non-resistance and innocence and openness, now focus specifically, and this is where we're turning the inner drishti to the third eye center and we're actually flashing, flashing light patterns inside our own brain. We're visioning. We're visioning. We're creating holograms inside. And, and actually our cells are receiving these patterns. And as well as source energy receiving these patterns. So Diana is like when we're in our laboratory and we have all the elements that we would want. And we know exactly how to mix them together. Um, and we're in the creative process of laying out a clear vision of what we want in our near future. And then the third sutra is talking about samadhi, which is absorption. It says, when thinker and thought become one, when thinker and thought become one, this is samadhi, this is absorption. And often we, we think about it as being... A general absorption. I saw God. I felt God. Or the absorption that we experience after we die. But, but Patanjali is reminding us that samadhi is something that we experience every day. Uh, hopefully many times. When, when we just get into this inner flow where we feel ourselves and we feel our desires. And we're just into our imagination. The way a child is, very naturally. Adults are meant to be that too. We tend to shut that down. And so really the Vibhutipada is helping us to reawaken the dreamer and the power of the dreamer and have a direct experience of that power. Okay, so let's go on to the fourth sutra. It reads, sustained state of these three is perfect mastery. 
sustained state of these three, and he's talking about dharana, dhyana, and samadhi, is perfect mastery. So the idea here is not to get it right. Patanjali is telling us that when you harmonize these three levels, and it takes some practice, it takes some practice, be willing to be easy about it and practice a lot so it feels good. Okay, so the three levels, feeling eager and hopeful, getting clear on exactly what is wanted, and then sweetly absorbed in the energy of it. That's when we open a portal. We open a portal from the Shushumna Nadi, if you want to talk energetic channels. We open a portal for source energy to come through these thought forms, to come through these uh, flows of emotion and thought form and deliver to us all the cooperative components necessary, all the inspirations, aha, I just had a great idea how to do this, right? All the rendezvous with people, all the resources, everything lines up for us when we line up emotion, thought, and absolute faith. I'm going to say that again. Everything lines up for us when we line up emotion, thought, and absolute faith. Now we have to be gruelingly honest about that because often we can push mental thought forms through our brain. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get what I want. But the underlying, true underlying emotional current is I'm scared. I'm not going to get what I want. Right? So we, it, there's almost this super chillaxed, eyelids half closed, jaw completely slack, sort of I don't really even care if I get it. I'm just so chill right now. Everything I need will come to me. Things have a way of working themselves up. There's almost this state, and we talk about it a lot. You hear it a lot in the, the scriptures, the yoga scriptures, this idea of detachment. And it's not about not caring. It's about feeling the absolute trust. Because anytime we get super... Um, how should we say this? Anytime that we get super pushy about something coming our way, it's a compensation. That over-pushiness is compensating for a deep underlying lack of faith that it will come. Do you get that? That subtlety is so important. So when you begin to imagine, just for the joy of imagining, and you start detaching from, I need to have it now, I need to have it tomorrow, when is it, it's not here yet. You start letting that stuff go, that's when the portal can open. It's the sometimes called the yogic paradox, right? So when we're just imagining goodness for the joy of imagining it, and having fun with the creative abilities of our mind, and coming away from the world of action for a bit, and having absolute faith that everything we're feeling and thinking is being received by source energy and will be reflected in that relaxed state of faith, then it can come. Yeah. So these are the three that Patanjali is asking us to practice being aware of them, feeling them, cultivating them deliberately. Then we move towards mastery. Now the fifth sutra, says, and I think this is just pure poetry, I think this is my favorite, it reads, the three in full flow makes the inner mind glow. The three in full flow makes inner mind glow. I just love that. Okay, again, the three are dharana, that relaxed, eager, and innocent state, dhyana, 
clear, sharp focus on what you want, your visioning, your third eye. And then the third, samadhi, total absorption in the process. So samyama, again, he's talking about. You'll know when you get it, when you're just so like a child again, absorbed in your own imagination, your own inner story, that you're just happy to be in your dream. Your, your mind is glowing with the dream. You can't wait to get back to it. I want to sit and meditate because I have this new detail I'm going to add to this vision. You're, you're feeling the power of your energetic creations. There is nothing more powerful than getting into that. Thousands, probably tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands times more powerful than action is this energetic and mental concentration. So the fifth sutra, the three in full flow makes inner mind glow. When we develop a positive thought rhythm that goes something like this, ah, I know what would be wonderful. Okay, let's add some details. Wow, I can feel it. I can feel it as if it's already here. Okay, source, now it's all yours. Show me how to get there. Show me the stepping stones. And then we're rolling through life like this, like waves moving through our minds. We're like innocent and eager, creative children, and the mind is glowing with joy. This is our natural state. This is our state of power. It's also the mental state that calls forth the fruitful and easeful physical experience that we're meant to have. But we have to be willing to create this inner world first. We think we'll be happy when the money comes or the relationship or the fame, but it's never true. When we're happy, that's the portal that lets the money in, the relationship or the fame. So we kind of go around the barn backwards and Patanjali is trying to set us straight here with the Vibhuti Pada, thank you Patanjali. So learn to make your inner mind glow with creative thoughts and learn to let your heart rest in faith. And that's when your desires unfold. It takes practice. But with practice, it becomes easy. And then it becomes the way you live. And you're living in your power. The sixth sutra of chapter three, and the last one for this discussion, reads, the three should be developed by degree. The three should be developed by degree. And here, Patanjali is encouraging us to honor the delicate balance of thought and emotion because thought, the brain, the mind, it wants to wiggle away and escape, just like a kid in a classroom. Get me out on the playground, right? So if we get too specific too fast, or we try to hold, try to hold, try to hold the focus, we mess up the vibration because the mind isn't yet strong enough to stay there or open enough to believe the new details that we're adding. So what we have to do is be able to believe the new um, the possibility of the new addition in our vision. We have to believe what we are thinking about in order to manifest it, yes, but also in order to hold the mind in that easeful focus on it. Because if we're focusing on something that the mind is going, eh, I don't think so, if we still have doubt around it, uh, there'll be this level of discomfort that will sort of mess up the vibration that we're offering. In other words, if you've been poor all your life and you're trying to focus on being a millionaire, there's too much embedded doubt for you to hold the true belief in that possibility. 
it would be like trying to get into onto a fast-moving merry-go-round from a complete standstill. You're going to get thrown off into the bushes. So start with you know something like a light jog alongside the merry-go-round. Right, you're you're building up speed by degree. So often we begin asking. Uh, uh, we begin asking for change from a place of desperation. See, if the chasm between where you are and where you want to be is too big, there'll be a sense of desperation about it. And often, again, that's because we've waited. We haven't been deliberately creating, and we get ourselves in a pickle. And then we're like, ah, i got to create a solution. And that desperation, again, messes up the vibration. And this is, this is another big part of the sort of proactive message of the yoga lifestyle. Be with this every day, taking care of mind and body and outer and inner relationships so there isn't this whacked vibration that takes you out of your power and your peace. Oh, it's so powerful. Okay, so, so here's another example. Perhaps we're very sick or very lonely. In these situations, it makes more, more sense to begin asking for simple relief rather than full-on vibrant health or full-on ecstatic coupling, right? Just ask for relief. Start there. Start there because that's something the mind can accept and then build from there. I just want to feel relief from this stuck place. What would that feel like? Relief and ease. From relief, we move to ease. From ease, we move to improvement. Just want to feel like there's some, some growth every day, right? What would that feeling of growth be like? What's a digestible step that I can use my diana, my, my specific focus to, to visualize? What would it feel like? Yeah, yeah, that's the next logical step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me visualize that. And from there, from improvement, there's growth, and growth builds in momentum. I'm growing now. This is good. I'm really out of that stuck place. I can feel the next step, and then the next step, they're coming faster. And from momentum, we start to drop into determination. I can do this. I, I'm going to do this. And then into hope. My life is going to turn around. I can feel it already. This is awesome. And then into confidence. Wow. Okay, here I am. I am a great creator. I'm not going to let go of that again and go unconscious. I'm going to continue creating betterment so that I can be of service to myself and others. This feels really good, which means this is who I truly am. Yay me. Right? So it would be like trying to eat a meal in one bite, uh, trying to eat a meal one bite at a time rather than shoving the whole thing into your mouth at once and gagging. Right? So this is what Patanjali is saying when the three, he says the three should be deployed by degrees. That be easy about it. Let it grow in waves. That's how it's meant to be. And enjoying the process is a big part of this success too. Right, enjoying the unfolding, and that will also accelerate. Ah, so thank you for tuning in. Have fun with these. Find your sacred space and start to play with this inner power. You are a great creator, and you came here to make known the unknown in your own unique way. And thousands of years ago, Patanjali wanted to remind us of that and encourage us to reclaim it. Thank you.